Welcome to Almost Live, a podcast from before podcasting existed, where real life is stranger than fiction. I'm your host, Aphrodite. Welcome to Almost Live, a podcast from before podcasting existed, where real life is stranger than fiction. I'm your host, Aphrodite. Welcome to episode 15, Breaking Patterns. This episode does include mention of addiction without referencing any specific addiction. Our lives are structured around patterns of behavior. The alleged ideal pattern for work is wake up, grab your coffee, go to an office, return home, lather, rinse, repeat five days per week for 48 to 50 weeks per year. Yes, this obviously is pre-COVID. The COVID-era pattern of this job just drops the travel to and from an office. Most of us don't have lives that are structured that way, either because we want such a job and can't get it, or because the work we need to do is not a 9-to-5, such as most service work or gig work, which is far less structured. One of the brutal parts of unemployment is that lack of structure because of that lack of pattern in daily life. Time becomes an awkward thing, and human brains are keyed to find some kind of pattern even when one isn't there. Medical and psychological research recognizes narrower versions in this in the forms of pareidolia, apophenia, and the clustering illusion, all of which involve the brain recognizing some pattern that isn't there. This search for patterns, though, isn't just limited to the work sphere of life, but it's the easiest one to describe in my preferred six minutes of podcasting. Humans seek out patterns to build structure, and sometimes we find a pattern that isn't there. Addiction in general can work this way. This is where I need to give the normal disclaimer that this is my opinion, I'm not a doctor or a researcher, just a hacker, and I'm probably wrong. In my experiences with addictive things, the thing becomes its own pattern. When stressed, I can fall into a pattern involving something addictive because at some level my brain recognized, past tense, that pattern included some part that made me feel better. Those addictive patterns do not result in feeling better anymore, but my brain latched onto that past good feeling to justify me engaging in it. I don't feel shame or embarrassment over this. I'm human, I make mistakes, but I can also recognize the errors that lead into falling into that pattern and do what is possible to prevent it from happening. It's a logical follow-up to the concept of those who fail, just try it. Those who succeed, just do it. Trying to break ingrained patterns is hard. One reason why I'm opposed to New Year's resolutions is the concept of failing from trying feels baked in. Decades of research has shown a success rate of less than 20% for the common resolution of losing weight, for example. The best way to break patterns is to simply break them, acknowledge there are moments where you might fall back in one, but that you have the ability to learn from that slip-up and not beat yourself up over it. We all goof up. It's not a character failing or a sign of catastrophe. It simply is. You fell down. If you need assistance, ask for it. Get back on your metaphorical feet. Go from there. As I record this, it's still New Year's Eve, and I want to say special thanks right now to two writers. Doug turns out my answer to life, the universe, and everything indeed is 42. And Joe, granted 4 is 2 plus 2, but it would have been nice to not have fire, destruction, taking things back, rebirth, sadness, pain, and joy, not ram so hard into each other. But what can a hacker, dreamer, builder, maker that's an agent of chaos expect? I hope you have a fantastic new year.